friends. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together we are two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed mental health counselor, aka therapist and new mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and hit that follow, like, or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts for updates. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It helps us know what content you like and helps spread the word to others to get resources and help for their mental health. All right. Today we're talking about goals. It's January. Happy like New Year. Conversation. Happy New Year. Woo. Woo. No, we're not excited. Okay. I just always think of whenever we do that sound to our babies dancing. That's like the sound we do when we like make them dance. It's pretty oh yeah, cool. when they're babies. Anyways, trying to think of a New Year song, but yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, Happy New Year, baby. There you go. A Andrew RuPaul song. There you go. There you go. Um, so we're gonna talk today about goals. I feel like. Very cliche. We get it. Sorry, peeps, if you don't like cliche, but this is such a big time where I feel like everyone thinks they're getting a new start. You know, there's always that like glow up thing of like, I'm going to be awesome this year. I'm going to do all these things. And everybody makes a New Year's resolution. It's just kind of like the vibe around New Year's. Whether or not it's a good idea, that's what it is. So today I want to teach people. It's kind of a horrible time to set goals. Like if we're being really honest, like I just want to throw this out here. So you're coming off the holidays. You've already gained like 15 pounds because you've eaten all the gingerbreads and all of the cookies and chocolate. So it's like, yeah, let's go lose weight because we just put on like these extra weight from all the Christmas baking that we were told to do by society. Second of all, it's cold. It's dark. It's rainy. Who the heck wants to go out and work out? But apparently this is when we're setting all of our workout, weight loss, mental health goals in the hardest time of the year for so many people. Please, please no. continue. That this was is awesome. like my rant. I'm just like, what the heck? Like, why has society decided that? I know the new year is like a starting of rebirth. But in my opinion, I look at spring as a sign of rebirth. And spring is literally like when the blossoms return and you're feeling rejuvenated and hopeful and new life set your goals at a different time that doesn't literally just suck the life out of you because it's dark. But anyways, I'm not going to change this overnight. So let's talk about these goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look so angry. <laughs> it doesn't just suck the life out of you. Like, well, I mean, we live in life. Seattle. Like, a lot of people struggle with sad, like seasonal depression mm-hmm. or se- seasonal, seasonal affect affect disorder. disorder yeah. And yes, and so... I mean, it's one of those things that, like, when it's 40 degrees and raining every day and it's dark by 430, I don't want to go for a run. I never want to go on a run when it's daylight. Like, why am I going to want to do it then? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> you honestly bring up a very, very, very solid point for everything oh, I'm going to talk do. about. Yeah, I, like I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I am right. That's why. I am right. But anyways, let us help you navigate your goal i love goals like i just do want to throw that aside like i'm actually a really goal-oriented person i always have been tay right like since Mm -hmm. forever i I can't think of a time in my life when a goal hasn't like been a positive thing for me i remember talking i think to a friend during covid um and telling her like hey i'm really having a hard time right now because like i don't have a goal 
Like I need something, you know, it was like at the peak of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I set my goals, whatever stupid goal it was at that time, like practice, you know, piano for 10 minutes a day, make sure I worked out however many times a week. I need those. Like I need goals. So I do love goals. Just be realistic about them, especially if you're not going to want to run when it's 40 degrees and rainy in the Pacific Northwest, don't make that one of your goals. Save it for the spring. Just throwing it out there. I love you. A lot of people do need goals. Like that's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that's how we are made. We are a dopamine driven um, person, like people. That is like the way our biology is made. And we are hunter gatherers originally. That's like the evolutionary psychology. Yeah. Like, it's how we are made Which makes to sense. have a dopamine like, yeah. release. Yeah. yeah. And we are made like, to really deal with the winter season the way we are. Like biologically, there is a show of like, you know, we are more lethargic. We do kind of hunker down a little bit more. We kind of hibernate a little bit. Because we're like bears. That. We are kind of like bears. Like we're kind of like, we just study polar bears, like me and my seven-year-old. And it's like, dude, we have the winter wrong. Like, why are we, I mean, polar bears, actually they do hibernate. Well, they don't really hibernate. They like snuggle with their babies. But like, why aren't we hibernating? Why aren't we just like living that hugel life? And like, I'm going to continue this for my survival, but it's cool. It's cool. This is this is my favorite. Yes. Do, do, anything else? <laughs> Not yet. I'll I'll let it, you know if I have something else to say. Oh, okay, I like it. <laughs> um. So the first one we have on this list, there's a three step plan for making a goal that is going to be more accomplishable wait, 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 than others. Remember, there's three different types of goals too. Really, like there's short term goals. There's like longer term goals who are like what kind of medium length baby goals whatever that like if you have like a pebble right and then you have a rock and then you have a boulder like they would be like the rock goals and then like yeah. the long-term goals are things that are going to take you a long time to get through so yeah which i'm going to give you an example in a second i i kind of we're going to jump to that in a minute we're going to go to the three-step okay. plan and then we're going to go to like how you would apply it and that's where we'll go into like what each one of those is and like how you're going to do it okay. um so the first step of a plan like you said before i mean like this is what i say all the time be realistic like be honest with yourself be real that is not the first step of this plan that is just me saying like don't be dumb like yeah which Brittany is basically gonna call you stupid if you, running if when you, you haven't worked a out runner. a runner yeah, yeah like like don't the worst thing for me is like people who are like i'm gonna start running and like the first day they start running is they decide to go push themselves for four miles and then you pull a hamstring and then you can't run for another three months mm -hmm. because you just pulled your hamstring because you decided to run for four miles in the cold without warming up all of these other things don't do yeah that. when you're not capable person. of doing this goal you have to like level up right and that's yeah. where if you're saying you're gonna like read every day and you never read it like like let's be realistic on our goals and there's this really yeah. good um i should find it i think it's from choiceology or something like that there's this other podcast that has a person that specializes in researching goals and how to implement them in your life that's fascinating the ones that have a reward and a consequence as well as paired with um pleasurable things are the ones that are the most enjoyable. Like the people that would just have a consequence didn't do as well. If they had just a reward, they wouldn't necessarily do as well. But if they had all three of those things together, they would have the perfect conditions for it. And if you have some form of leeway within your goal making, if you say like, I'm going to do this 
every single day, you automatically are going to fail that. You're automatically going to fail that. If you say you're going to do it six days out of seven days, sorry, buddy, you're going to fail that. Like I try to aim for five days of working out. I have worked out consistently since I was a teenager though. So like that is, I already have this kind of ingrained within me, but I say I go to work four days a week or yeah, four days out of the week out of seven. That's like what Mm. I, that's my goal. And that's what I hold myself accountable for. However, ideally I should do five to six. That's ideal, right? Or like I should try and move my body every single day in my head. Like if it's going for a walk with Koa and that's an easy walk or whatever, but I'm not like, don't be the person I am coming from, like having literally lived this for the last 15, 16 years yeah. of doing this lifestyle. That means like, if you are not the person that does that, then you say, I do it one to two times a week. And that's like, you know, and, and I get progress. a reward and a consequence. That's progress. That's a realistic yeah. goal. So when you're making these goals, like you really need to start looking at like, where am I starting from? What's point A? What's point B? And what is going to actually happen within this zone? Like what is actually going to be realistic for this? Um, mm-hmm. And you need to pull back from there. Like you need to actually say like, Hey, I say, you know, like five times a week is reasonable, but then I'm like, wait, I am a new mother. I am run a company. I'm a therapist. I have to be realistic and say four is my goal right now. And then hold myself accountable for four. Does that make sense? And I'll probably hit five to six studies show if you put yourself slightly lower, but have this accountability reward consequence, as well as a pleasurable thing with it then you can have that, like, you'll honestly probably hit higher is what they've noticed. Which I love that. I do love that. Like, yeah, it's kind of funny because I'm one of those people that, you know, in your Apple watch, like the fitness goals, I leave mine a little lower because Mm -hmm. I know that if then I like, I'm more motivated. Like, Mm -hmm. it's one of those stupid things. Like if I set mine like higher, I'm not going to reach it all the time. And then I get Mm -hmm. really stressed out. And then mm-hmm. those perfectionist tendencies come out and say, oh, my gosh, you didn't do this. And you, like, totally can never work out again because you've missed these last three days. Yeah, because you, you failed like, and you just missed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as soon as those rings get filled on your watch, you're like, yeah, I'm awesome. steps in me. Like, yeah, this. like, yeah, it's almost like you hit that base and then you can keep going more. And that's what studies show is that if yeah. you hit that base, you can continue to progress. But if you give well, yourself you way that, too high, you're going to fail. Wouldn't this be like one of those where you get that dopamine hit too? Because like, you know, your watch buzzes and says your rings are closed and you're like, heck yeah, they closed. I'm going to do more. Like yeah. it gives you that release of saying you are awesome and you're doing a good job. And you're like, yeah, I know I am. I'm such a good girl. And then yeah. you just keep going. It's like a yeah. puppy dog. It's totally like a puppy dog. Here are puppy dogs yeah. all the way. I tell you this all the time. So yeah. that's kind of what we're looking for is is the goal realistic? Does it sound maintainable? And does it sound like you're starting where you are not at and not where you think you should be at or where others are telling you to be yeah, at? Not where you where think are you should be you? at. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're like, no, I'm being realistic and I'm where I think I should be at, maybe pare it down even more. Like, let's be yeah. realistic. Like, I have never down. been a runner. If, and if I were to say, you know what? My goal is to run a, the Boston Marathon this year. Taylor would just laugh at me and be like, uh, heck no, you're not, you know, like that yeah. would not be realistic for me that no. like, if I no. were to set a goal though, and say, I think I want to run a 5k in September, that'd be more realistic. Walk a 5k. Yeah. Walk great. a 5k. Yeah. Yeah. Walk. Or like, but do you see how somebody, do you see how, but like pairing it back to where walk, yes, walk and run maybe. Well, see, but run. you know my lung. No. 
you know my lung capability. Jane. But that's what that's I'm saying. Like, I yeah. lowered you down to somewhere where I'm like, yeah, you could totally walk a 5K. That'd be great. Start oh, that I off. Could walk if a 5K you end up, but like, yeah. But that's where it's like, but then if you end up running some of it and walking some of it, then you're awesome because you are not a runner and you have funky lungs. Like that's where I'd be oh, like, yeah. amazing. Like that's exceeding your goal. But by saying I want to walk it and I still, it's a still good goal. Like 5Ks, that's great. You know, I'm telling that's you, Taylor, I think- this isn't my goal anymore. Just by the way, I, that was my goal one year, but it's not today. I can't believe that was in your goal. Anyways, um, but like, don't our, hold, don't hold me accountable for. A 5K. I'm not holding I'm you accountable for that. Okay, okay, I, okay. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I like that's where not gonna that's happen. That's how Kevin. you pare it down. Like that's how you do it. Versus my husband, who used to run track in college or high school, um, and he is a runner. He's built for it. And if he came to me and said, like, I'm gonna run a 5K, I'd be like, great. What's your plan to like start it? That's reasonable. Yeah. If he told me he's going to go run Boston Marathon, I'd be like, no, you're not. You don't like running not that this much year. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, when do you want to do that? Because this year we can do a 5K and then we can do like a half marathon and then go from there. Like, well, do I you think see how I'm already the pulling thing, though, the back? Yeah. Would be like, what is your motivation behind this? Like, if your husband were to come back and say, this is, so to be pull us back just a step, this is step number one and the thing. So like the overall that is a rule for everything be realistic pair things okay, back. Sorry, sorry, identify sorry. what you can do. Yeah. So step number 1. Identify <laughs> what your motivation is. If you can't sell it to me then it ain't worth it. Like and this is mm-hmm. what I tell my clients all the time. Yes, ain't is in the dictionary. Look it up peeps. It's proper proper <laughs> English. But it is not, not but... it actually got added. <laughs> Did you it got that? added, but just because it got added, no, I knew it was in there, but it still is not. We're not going to fight about yeah. this right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. But the <laughs> identify why you're doing what you're doing is it worth it. This is from motivational interviewing. This is a therapeutic technique, meaning if you cannot sell me why you're doing what you're doing, what are we doing? Like, don't do it. Then you have to have real, honest conviction in what you're doing and why you're doing it. Otherwise you are not going to make this. This is hard to change. Changing yourself is hard. Committing to something Mm -hmm. and consistently overall forming to that is not easy. So if you cannot have enough motivation to say, I will continue to push through this, then you will not be able to do it. So push back on yourself and say, do I actually feel like I have enough motivation? If I don't go back to square one, say, why do I want to do this? And then I need to like really either get a, a more like concrete reason or I need to reassess my goal. Yeah. I think I mentioned this in another, po- um, another episode of the podcast, but and I can't remember the name of the podcast right now. I'll link it. I'll link it later when I refine it, but it was a cleaning podcast. Do you remember this Taylor? And I had mm-hmm. mentioned you. So she had mentioned that like, if your goal, it, we'll use this as a goal. Okay. So if your goal is to have your house be cleaned, why is that your goal? Like, is your goal to have your house clean? Because then people will think that you're so awesome and you have everything put together. Um, Or because whenever someone stops by, you want them to think that you're just an amazing housemaker. Like, what is your goal? And she's like, those aren't going to be sufficient motivation. Mm -hmm. She's like, but if your motivation is, I want my house to be clean so my children can find their shoes so they can get out the door easily for school. That would be a good motivation. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So to say, like, if it's something that really has to do with, like, your quality of life, something that has to do with, like, your mental well-being, instead of something that's, like, keeping mm-hmm. up with the Jones or, like, making yourself look good for other people, um, it, that makes a huge difference. And, and when I have had kind of, like, some of those tweaks in my own mindset on my goal making, 
it mm-hmm. has made my goals a lot a more realistic and b just that motivation is there um i am more motivated when it becomes something personal that makes my life better mm-hmm. so like if we were back to the running example too with Matson, like if Matson were to come to us and say i want to run the boston marathon and i'm going to do it in faster time than my sister ever would have right his sister was an all-american runner mm-hmm. and so sure. yeah yeah. And so it'd be like, well, is that a great motivation? Like, why is that your motivation? Because that's something that is comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you were to say, if Matt were to be like, I'm going to run the Boston Marathon and I want to run it in faster time than I ever could in high school or whatever his goal may be. I want to do it to show my son that I'm strong. I want to do it to show my son that I can do hard things even after I've had injuries or whatever it may be. Like mm-hmm. that would show a better motivation. Yeah. And that would, but that touches on this person is more important than something hard. So like, um, one, like another one you can use is like, I try to be in really good shape with baby, like my body, like I've had to get that back and it's been really hard because I was close to, I think I was close to preeclampsia with him. And it's been interesting because my goal isn't because I need to be skinny again for my weight. It's because Mm -hmm. I need to be able to take care of my baby and to, to be able to be here for my family, as well as to be able to carry future babies. Cause I want him to have siblings. Right. That mm-hmm. is so important to me. And that's made it like, I, I have been very consistent working out. I have been very consistent at getting my vegetables. And I like every goal that's been hard before that has been easy because I'm like, no, this is, this is for my babies. Like this is not about yeah. me anymore. This is about like a bigger picture thing where I need to provide a good example for my child. I need to provide a good body for the future babies that I'm going to have. I need to provide, you know, like that's what I think of whenever I'm like, I don't want to get up off the couch. I'm like, this doesn't matter. Like me being comfortable right now does not negate that. I still have this commitment to this person that I love and that I'm going to take care of. Right. And that's where that motivation is the thing that will get you to do what you got to do. So if you're doing it for like, it's because I need to be skinny. Like, yeah. I mean, like, okay, like, what, what, you know, like, do it yeah. for real, like, tangible reasons and remind yourself this is step number two identify what obstacles could get in the way. Because when you build a goal, there will be obstacles. It's not if, it's when. And it's about do you foresee what those obstacles are and can you put in safety nets for yourself? My obstacles for my goals are often like, I'm tired my schedule is insane. I'm burned out, like, or I get stressed and then I sabotage myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think those are pretty common for most people. And that's where it's like, well, what resources do you have to help you with that? And what, how can you work through those obstacles? Yeah. And sometimes you won't be able to identify them ahead of time. Like I remember Mm -hmm. last time I'd had a really good workout goal and I had gone into it like in a healthy way. Remember I was like, my goal is to increase my lung capacity. I think is what I had told at the gym at the time. And they were like, cool. Okay. We're going to work on this. Like your lung. Cause I struggle with some like just lung stuff with asthma and all those kinds of things. Um, but, and so something I didn't know was going to happen. Like I was on a roll. I was doing really good. And then I got bronchitis for like mm-hmm. the second time within a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was going to be an obstacle. And I did let it derail me. But what would have helped me better at that time would have been to have like, you know, I think just to be more realistic, like we had said at the beginning of, mm-hmm. okay, cool. So after bronchitis, I wasn't able to do, 
as long of a cardio thing or I wasn't as I wasn't able to hold my plank for as long or whatever it would be. And rather than letting that derail me to just be happy with the progress, like not to forget that motivation, like we mentioned in number one, like I needed to remember my motivation was to increase my lung health and not be derailed by my obstacles. I guess I think that helps. Yeah, I think it's about amending and we keep working out, but this is because like we were raised with this and this is a consistent goal for us as our family. So we can pull in a different, but I remember like, like during pregnancy, I was really good at working out. And then afterwards I had to amend my workout because you can't work out when you just give birth. Like you shouldn't at least. Um, So I, I would just go on walks all the time with banks. And that's where it's like, that was my amendment to my goal that I wanted to be consistent on is I still wanted to move my body in some way. And I think that we have this idea of it has to look this way, it be a certain way. But again, that's an obstacle. That is a thing that's going to derail us. We need to just maintain some form of this, this goal that we have to be realistic instead of, um, instead of just be getting hung up on the bump find a way around mm-hmm. the bump through the bump or under the bump. Like, and I love, I always think of like little kids, be a little kid, be creative, come up with a, a different solution besides stopping at the bump, go around it, under it, over it, through it, whatever you want to do, disappear, vaporize somewhere else, come up with yeah. something. Which kind of goes to the third point in the plan. Make a game plan. Is, yeah. Make a game plan for how you can navigate the obstacles. What is your game plan? So what you got bronchitis, What's your game plan now? Like, how are you going to continue this? Or for my daughter, when we had, um, we'd identify three core important things, right? Like that are important in our daily mm-hmm. routine. And one of those was to do something creative every day. She's mm-hmm. loving to play guitar. She doesn't always have access to her guitar. So like, what is your game plan when you don't have access to these things? What is mm-hmm. something else that you can do to reach this goal? Like there will be obstacles. There are times when you're not going to be able to be creative with your guitar, so how are you choosing to be creative in a different way? Whether that's, okay, I'll have a pad of paper with me or, oh, I always have my phone so I can take a photo and I can like take a cool photograph or me and my brother can write a short story on my phone, even if that's all it is, if you're in the car, whatever that may be, have a game plan, have some alternates. I was talking to a friend recently about these goals and she had mentioned to have kind of a list, to mm-hmm. have a list of like, you know, ideas like that fit in within your goals and say, okay, so if my goal is to be creative every day, right? So mm-hmm. jot a list of different creative things you like to do. So like, let's say you're like, Adeline and your guitar isn't available that day. Then there's this list and you know you have it with 20 other things that you can pick and choose from. And it would still fulfill your need to meet that goal. Yep. Love it. So just to recap for people, the three-step plan. Identify what your motivation is. So motivation, obstacles, game plan. Mm-hmm. Pretty basic, right? From there, application of it. So once you have your realistic goal, once you kind of have all these those three steps, then you have to figure out, is this a short-term, medium-term, or long-term goal? Long-term is like getting your degree, losing mm-hmm. weight, um, you know, making an Training awesome Training for podcast. the Boston Marathon. <laughs> Training for the Boston Marathon. Um, Adeline, like creating epic songs, you know, like things like yeah. that, where it's like, that is long-term versus medium-term would be like, make it through the semester, make it through a 5k, make, um, you know, my first make it through this pregnancy when you were through, when you were pregnant oh, or yeah. uh, make my first yeah. loaf of bread, like things like that, where it's like, okay, you have to like, you have a little bit more time where you have to like, kind of 
master it, but it's not as epic as what it could be. Right. Yeah. Um, short term is like immediacy. So like, it would be like a B, like I work out today. Okay. Short term goal. Like it's yeah. very, I right will here. have the playroom cleaned by five o'clock tonight, you know, cooked dinner. Be, I meal yeah. planned. I those, and we live those ones day to day. So short term are meant to be like that instant gratification. Give me a dopamine release and keep me going. Medium term are meant to be like, this was took me a little bit to earn. Like it was over a week or two weeks or whatever it was, but I am like earning yeah. it. A couple even like, yeah. yeah. So we, at the timeline I saw before is like short term should be within the day. Like okay. should be an hour, a couple hours within the day. Right. Kind of the gratification. Um, medium should be like a couple days to a week to a couple weeks. Like it can kind of oh, range so not depending on the, okay. it's not like it, it should be. And then, but it, again, we can tear it big or we can tear it small. So an application, how I was taught it is like, it should be like short term is like within a couple hours, within a day, and then medium within the week, right? Week, a mm-hmm. couple weeks max. Long term is like month to a couple months. Now, if you're going life, it would be like short term would be like the things that are instant gratification that gets you through the day. Medium would be like a couple months long-term is like year, couple years. Like those are big, gotcha. big arching ones. Right. So getting a degree and becoming a therapist, that's huge. That's like, oh, that's epic like yeah. life accomplished, having a baby, epic life accomplished, getting married, epic life accomplished. Right. Those are like boom, 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 booms. But the other things keeping me going, I had to have bigger ones as well. Right. Like I don't know, graduating high school, moving out, like making it through freshman year, making it through sophomore year of college. Like those were big term goals too. And then you, you pare it down from there. So you can see it on this wide range of scale, how big these goals are at all times. You should have multiple shorts going on, meaning you should get a multiple zaps, one to two Mm -hmm. of mediums, one large, like it should not be big. Most people have like these really big, large ones. And then they all have a couple medium ones. And then they have like one short term. Where are you going to get all your instant gratification from? Yeah. I need discouraging. So discouraging because you have all these long ones out there. And then you're like, what am I going to do now? Like my husband and I were just talking about this because I have a bunch of debt that needs to get paid off. Like, student debt and that's our like big term but then I'm like Matt's and I need like I, I I can't just say like oh I'm paying off these like long-term debts and then I don't get anything else like I need a tiered system of that you know and he totally gets that he's like yeah that makes sense but it's about tearing it out so that you can better make that long-term goal and still get the dopamine releases that you need during the pathway there. yeah yeah. And it's easy to get hung up on that because the long-term goals are definitely the ones that are going to have a little bit more like glitz and glamour. And mm-hmm. like, you know, those are the things that I had a friend that just uh, graduated with her bachelor's degree and she's a mom with older kids, like her and her son graduated at the exact same time, which I was so excited for her. It took her six years to get her degree. Like mm-hmm. that was a long-term goal, you know, like, and it was amazing. Like that is like a glitzy glamour And I think it's easy for us to like make these big, big goals, you know, like my daughter used to always be like, I'm going to like be on Broadway and I'm going to be a prima ballerina and I'm, you know, and like, they were always these like massive goals, but it's like, pare it down and be like, today 
you're going to put your leotard on not backwards, you know, would be a short-term goal or, you know, your medium goal would have been like, okay, we're not going to cry before you go on stage, you know, at the recital. Mm -hmm. And then the long-term goal would have been all these other things, but it's easy to like want to do all those things because they're the ones that are cool. They're the ones that are exciting. Like you said, they're the ones that define your life. Like, yeah. But the thing is our life. Yeah. Our life is not a bunch of peaks. It's a bunch of peaks and valleys. And in between Mm -hmm. that time you're climbing up or you're climbing down and there's never like, and that's where I think people forget, like there's a million little things within our day that we can celebrate and get a dopamine zap from, but because we're so fixated on this overarching big one, we forget about all these other little goals you got out of bed today. Sometimes I'm like, I am awesome. I got out of bed today and I put on pants. Like, oh yeah. And that's a zo- well, that, that is a dopamine. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually blow dried my hair. You know, like that that's all like that's a dopamine release. I made dinner. That's great. Like celebrate those. And I think we have such I've said this a million times. I think we have such high expectations of ourselves. But when you can actually see it's great to have these big goals. It's great to do a resolution. I'm all for them, but I also am very, very scared of them, very cautious of them, especially when my clients come Mm -hmm. in and they have this list because I'm like, you know what? I love this and I want you to change, but I also know what it takes to change a person. And I also know the effort it takes. And I want you to actually get these things that you want. So we're going to pare it down and we're going to pare it down and pare it down again. And then we will get each one of those slowly and people hate the slowly part. I do too. I am very oh, impatient. So outside of I'm work. like that too. Yeah, I get it. I'm super impatient outside of work. I'm super patient in work. I get it. Like, but at some time you have to slow your roll and do these things. And that's where people have a hard time. Yeah. And if it helps, like, I know we're going to talk about how you can like, like tools you can use, but break your goals down. Like if you have a long-term goal, break it down. Like our neighbor across the street was remodeling their house. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with, they're ripping out the floors and then they're tick out the cupboards. Cause he's like, well, if I'm doing part of it, I might as well do all of it. Mm-hmm. But he's been great at like, yeah. So, you know, everything was ripped out today. That was so awesome. You know, like check mm-hmm. that box off. Okay. Like now I have the flooring put back in up to the powder bathroom. Okay. That's great. You know, then you talk to them the next mm-hmm. day. I got the cupboards hung up. Like their house is still a mess. It's still torn apart, but Mm -hmm. he's remembering all of these little checklist things of, you know, look at this progress I made within the last month. Now I have gotten, you know, I've checked off 50 things, whatever it would be out of a thousand, you know? So if that makes you feel better, then break it down that way. I mean, it also makes it feel more manageable. Um, but yeah. Well, it made me think of too, why you're doing this. Like if you can document each and every day, you're going to go from point A to point B to point C, but then you can look back when you're at like H and be like, oh my goodness, I was at A and now I'm at H. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to start seeing the progress that you make. Like I remember that with pregnancy where I'm like, oh my goodness, this is never going to end. And I was like week 13 and then I get to week 35 and I'm like, I'm so close. But you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's weird because you get lost in the muck when you're at week 20 <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Uh. And that's where just remember things will happen. It will come. It's just about being able to maintain and make it through those bumps and not let them stop you. And that's where people have our time. I heard this thing too, like Benjamin Franklin said, it takes 28 days where you have to consecutively do something to build a habit. I love that. And I hate that. Like 
My problem is, is like, it's really discouraging for a lot of people and it makes a lot of people just stop and never do what they want to do. Yeah, because if you're not consecutive, then you totally beat yourself up about it. And you stop and restart and stop and restart and beat yourself up. And, you know, I think it's a terrible quote. I think it's a terrible concept because that's why there's so many unanswered dreams. Start where you're at and keep going and get up again and keep going. It's not about how long it takes you to win the race. It's about do you actually finish the race and do you actually keep getting up every time you fall? And that's where I think he had it wrong. Like, no, don't like just go again. Just keep going. Yeah. And not a lot of people are a fan of me by saying, no, I think that's a stupid saying because it's Benjamin Franklin. But at the same time, like. That's that is so crushing to the soul. So it if really you have is. a goal, it really is. Like it, yeah. I've learned. I, I actually I agree network. with you. Like yeah. there was even you know if we use another little example, like when Adeline was little and she started ballet classes, right? She mm-hmm. would cry and she would sit in the corner and like the tutus for tots or whatever, like the tiny mm-hmm. tunes, whatever it was called. And so she would sit there and she would cry. And then it was like that wasn't an everyday thing. We would go once a week. Sometimes she didn't want to go, but we did it, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it led into, okay, I'm going to go into class by myself. Okay. Then I'm going to take two classes. Okay. And then, you know, last year she danced a solo by herself on stage Mm -hmm. and placed for it. If we forget the progress that we've made, like in some of these goals, those were not 28 consecutive days. There were not days that did not have hiccups. There were not days that did not have tears. There were not days that she came home and was like, I hate this so much. I'm never doing this again. That all happened. Mm-hmm. But like in that, you know, A to Z of I can't even stay in a ballet class by myself to now I'm performing on stage by myself as a solo, given that's no longer her thing anymore, like she's moved on. Mm-hmm. But I was so proud just to watch that progression that now she knows I can have a goal and I can start somewhere and have it be really, really hard and really challenging. And I can want to give up and I can even give up a couple of times. There was one year where she took gymnastics for like six months and she went back to dance because she wanted to at the time. And like, that was one of those where it was really inspiring to me to be like, there will be hiccups along the way, but at the end of it, you can still get this beautiful goal that you would hope for. And it's totally like opposite to what Benjamin Franklin had to say, but totally like, yeah, it's the same in the psych world. Everyone thinks that our progression is linear. We think that our healing and our paths. Oh, yeah, we got in a fight about that one week. Goes up. We do. Uh, oh yeah, I get a fight there with was everybody. One episode about it. where we got in a fight about that, but literally everybody that I introduce this to. But when you witness this so much, it is a fact. We will go up and down and up and down and up and down. But I'm looking for, are we slowly making our way up and up and up and up and up? And you will make your way up and up and up if you keep showing up. And that's where keep showing up, even if you're just a hot mess with it, keep going. Like you got this, just keep tootalooting along, right? Just like a little kid learning to walk. It's not perfect. It's not pretty. And it's not a great experience, but they do eventually. And it's the same with potty training and everything else. Yeah. Like there's so many things where it's like puppy training, potty training. Like, yeah, it's not a beautiful experience. Look back on your dogs. They'll get it. You all, we all did it. Yeah. yeah like when you're toilet going. training, though, you just brought that up. I remember that being so frustrating for me sometimes. And people are like, you know what? Your kids aren't going to go to college wearing a diaper. Like, sure. and at the time, it sounded so stupid. But then at the same time, it was like hopeful. Like, okay, you're right. This is a longer goal. For some mm-hmm. kids, it takes longer than others. Mm-hmm. But eventually, they will get it. Will Eventually, get it. it will work out. And that's why I think it, like, just keep going. Like, 
just keep chug-a-lugging along. Um, We can put a list up for people. I just have a list of like things I've used in the past to track or to help me organize or things like that, that have been really good. It's a combination of things like the happy planner. I like how they have a bunch of different formats that you can use. Mm -hmm. Um, I've really liked their stuff so far. Um, Rocket book is like, you can write things down in a book and then you can take a picture of it and then it like will upload to your phone. So it's almost like you can use what I talk about where it's like physical writing with um, electronics. So you can track it in both ways bullet journaling is where you're like creating your own journal using it as like an art creative thing. Finch app is this little bird goal app that a lot of my teens like Google calendar. I can build a list for you guys. At the end of the day, I just want everyone to remember that they need to realize goals are not about creating the scary thing that sounds impossible and that you're going to be perfect at it. Goals are simply about recognizing that I want to be 1% better than I am now. And I'm going to just keep trying and that's it. Yep. Just, and to have that motivation of why am I trying to do this? And it is always to make your life better or the life of your loved ones better. Um, 1%. Yeah. That's all we want because 1% will eventually build every single day to be more. Mm-hmm. And I do love goals as much as my rant at the beginning. I really do. No, it's just, it's, it's about like, there's the outside, I get it. There's a social expectation and a outside time that you need to set this goal. Do it when you want to do it. But again, people do it now. So we're talking about it now, but yeah. I think you should do it at your own. Don't discretion. feel pressured to do it today if you want to, because it's. No, but do come back to this one. If you choose to change something in your life and you are kind of stuck, this is good wisdom for any time, but we're doing it now because a lot of people do it now. That's exactly. Want to give you stuff to think about. So mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year. We hope you had a great holiday season. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media through Honey Counseling. And then you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're excited for a new year with you guys. Thank you. 